Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Tread Talks. I'm really excited for today's episode. You guys know I have been living on a college campus for the past five years. I finished undergrad in three years and then I did a year of grad school and then I spent this past year building my businesses and creating content and kind of just living life with really, really inexpensive rent inexpensive lifestyle everything because I am in Athens Ohio right now and seriously it's the middle of nowhere it's very cheap to live here so this past year was all about getting my money up and now I'm ready to get out so I'm really really excited to be moving I'll be moving the first weekend of June and I've been thinking about my move a lot With that comes the fact that I'm finally, after five years, getting out of Athens, Ohio. And I say getting out like I'm getting out of literally jail. You guys know, I'm literally an Ohio hate page. I really am. But it really wasn't all that bad. So today, I'm going to be talking about the five biggest takeaways that I have from my experience in college and living in a college town. And I'm going to kind of offer some unsolicited advice on how to navigate relationships or friendships in your college experience while also making sure that it's a huge period of personal development and personal growth for you. So I'm going to talk about my big five takeaways, but first I want to give you guys a couple life updates. So let's get into the episode. All right, so it's been a minute since we've caught up and I have a couple little life updates. Number one, the elephant in the room. I changed all my usernames on all my social media accounts, even Snapchat, which you can do that now. Did you know you could do that? So remember when we all made our Snapchats in like sixth grade and we all have the usernames that were like lax girly cheer bow sparkle 197 and we couldn't change it yeah well you can change it now so go change yours if yours is embarrassing so i changed all my usernames because i really wanted my accounts to reflect more of myself more of my own life and from a longevity perspective having the username defining fitness really puts me in a box as far as the content i can create you know i can't make straight lifestyle content with fitness in the username. It also put me in a box for my brand deals. And I also recently signed with a new agency and they agreed with me. They're like, yeah, home, change your usernames. It will open up a lot of doors for you. So with that, all of my usernames are now at stefana.avera, which is my name, which people didn't even know was my name. So I put a poll on my Instagram story a few months ago asking like, hey, Y'all know my name, right? And 70% of the people did not know that my name was Stefana. Like, half of them thought it was Stephanie, and the other half just literally thought my first name was, like, defining last name fitness. I don't know. But I'm really excited to kind of embrace my own identity. I love my name. There's a lot of meaning behind my name. You know, I was adopted from Romania, and my first name is very special to me, and my dad passed away, and so I have his last name, and so... I don't know. I just, I wanted my name to be out there. It's a name I'm really proud of. And I kind of wanted to step into my own brand and like not just have my identity be defining fitness. Okay. Also, I'm moving. I kind of mentioned this. I'm not telling you guys where I'm moving yet, but I've started 
the packing process already, even though I'm a month out, but I'm not a last minute type of girl. I never have been, I never will be. And even in college, like if they gave me the syllabus on day one, I was working on shit three weeks ahead all the time. Like I am not a last minute type of girl. So I've already started packing, even though I don't move for an extra month, but oh well. And with that move is a very sad announcement. I am now officially two days into my long distance relationship with Jack and we have never done done long distance before so it's going to be something that we're both gonna have to you know really work on and just be open with our communication but I'm gonna do an episode down the line about how we're feeling about being long distance and how we're navigating that whole entire situation but right now I'm doing okay we're still still texting and everything but if you are in a long-term long-distance relationship slide into my dms please and give me some advice because i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm doing okay another update i like never really chatted about it on the podcast but i just wanted to really quickly touch on it i got lasik in my eyes so i went to the zoo last week did y'all know that you can see like the the literal hairs on the animal when you have eyes that work. So I was just kind of raw dog in life before because I didn't like to wear glasses. So, and I never found contacts that really worked for me. So I got LASIK done and honestly, it's been life-changing. So for my girlies who are in Ohio, um, I went to Bloomberg Eye, it's in Columbus and 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, Seriously, it it was really easy procedure, no downtime. I was swimming in Turks and Caicos like two days later so seriously no downtime at all so I got LASIK uh Jack and I are long distance I changed all my usernames I'm moving um Jack and I we went to oh no no my family and I we went to San Diego last week that's when I was at the zoo but other than that I don't have anything crazy for you I don't have anything crazy for you yet except a little tiny update here today the final samples for the next liaison I guess the first liaison launch arrived and they are so so good so keep an eye out for that because that'll be happening sooner than we sooner than we think so as soon as I move I have to find an office so that I can be ready for the the launch tentative we're looking at July right now that is if all the shipping and manufacturing all that stuff stays on time we're aiming for July but I'll keep y'all updated on that So, that's all the life updates I have for you guys. Other than that, I got nothing for you. So, now we're going to get into the meat of the episode. The top five takeaways that I have from my time living on a college campus and being a college student. There were a lot of lessons that I learned over the past five years And it was kind of hard to narrow it down to just these five takeaways, but these are the five most standout-ish things that I can really, really clearly think about and remember from my time during undergrad. So if you're in high school right now, or even if you're in college right now, or if you're post-grad, you know, for high schoolers, listen to my advice for college students, reflect on it, see if you agree And if you're post-grad right now, I don't know, see if you agree and 
I feel like a lot of this applies to post-grad, you know, I'm post-grad now and it's, it's hard, it's hard to navigate friendships, it's hard to find people and I feel like not a lot of people talk about that. So I'm going to also do a little episode on that down the line once I move and I have to like find new friends because I don't know anybody where I'm moving. So I'll have to, I'll have to give you guys the updates on that. But the meat of today's episode, we're chatting all about my top five takeaways from my time in college. So let's get started with number one. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You just have to be willing to work harder than everyone else. Okay? I feel like in high school, everyone, at least where I went, and I also am a very competitive person, but everyone was always trying to be smart. I feel like in high school, you had to be very smart to excel in your classes but in college you can be kind of like street smart almost witty and really really do well as long as you have a work ethic that backs it up also along these lines there were classes that I struggled in and I was not the smartest person in the room, but I still got an A because I left really, really good impressions on my professors and on the people who I did group projects with and things like that. So I thought when I went to college, I was going to have to be the smartest person in the room. And if I wasn't, I wasn't going to get good grades and I was stressing out. And maybe it's because Ohio University really is not challenging of a school. No shade, no shade. I loved my time at OU. But I found it pretty easy to get through the college classes, even the harder ones that I took, by working harder than the people around me. And I think in college, it's very easy to kind of just accept, hey, no, C's get degrees, that kind of vibe. But that's never been me. Not, that wasn't really an option for me. So there would be people in my classes who I knew were inherently much smarter than me. You know, they're better with numbers and everything like that. But I knew that I could work harder than the people around me to get just as good of grades. You know what I mean? So when you are in life now, I think this is such a transferable concept. It's like you, if you are working a nine to five right now and your coworkers have been there for 10 years longer than you, it doesn't matter. Like, they might know more than you about that field you're in right now, but if you are willing to put in the work and you're willing to work harder than them, you're going to keep up. You're going to do fine. You're not going to fall behind. And like I mentioned about leaving good impressions, your grades really aren't that important and I just said you know C's get degrees and that's freaking true for me that wasn't my mentality but realistically in college your grades are not that 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 important compared to high school because it's like what employer I don't know I I really I feel like no employer as long as you get your degree and your GPA isn't horrible you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fine so I don't know Like I said, the good impressions went a very, very long way for me. That started on literally day one of the semester, and some people might call it kiss ass or teacher's pet or whatever, but I'm serious. Every single class I took, 
day one of the semester, I went up to the professor after that class was done, shook their hand, introduced myself, and said, I'm excited for your class, or I'm excited for blank. And, you know, introducing yourself and making yourself present will go a very, very long way. And like I said, that's transferable as well because, you know, the connections that you make are so much more important than the knowledge that you gain. You know what I mean? I took so many classes in college that I seriously will never use that information ever again. I took a couple though that I use pretty often, but I met people who have connections and who have connected me to things so much more broad and so much more important than any classroom could have taught me. So like they always say, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Which brings me to number two. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And that sounds cliche, I know it does, but it's so, so true. Especially in college, it's like from the schooling to the bars slash going out scene, it's not what you know, it's who you know. If you know Jimmy from... Pi Delta Gamma Frat, you're getting in the door. You know what I mean? If you know the bouncer, you're able to skip the line. If you know the teacher who is teaching a class that's full, they're probably going to accept you. I, I don't know if other schools do that, but if our classes were like full, you could like appeal them. And if you knew the professor, they would definitely say yes, right? Because you're not a rando. So I think it's really, really important throughout all of life to just remember that it's not what you know that's important. Obviously, it's great to have knowledge. It's great to know facts, but it's much more important to make those connections. So when you're in college, if there's a career fair or if there's a job fair or any type of opportunity that offers you networking, even if there is not a company that's going to be at that fair that you are intrigued by or that you would love to work with, I really encourage you to still go because I guarantee someone in that room of of like people, of older business people who are coming to your university, they will have connections to someone that you do want to work for or that you do want to work with. And that brings it back to like I keep saying you know impressions are everything you don't have to be fake you don't have to be anything like that stay true to yourself but leave a good impression that goes so so far you meet someone one time and if you left a good impression that person's gonna help you out down the road so the big two so far number one is you don't have to be the smartest person in the room you just have to be the hottest no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding You don't have to be the smartest. You just have to be willing to work as hard, if not harder, than everyone else around you. And then number two, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And like I said, that is so freaking cliche, but that is by far one of the biggest lessons that I learned throughout my college experience from, seriously, from everything, from recruitment to getting into the bars, to getting into classes, to getting better grades, to thriving in group situations. If you know people, you're, you're going to be better off than if you are 
more knowledgeable you know like if you put two people in a room and one person's the smartest person ever and the other person's the most well-connected person ever the most well-connected person is going to win every single time whether it's for that job application or for getting into that club or for getting into anything so just remember you know facts are cool school is cool stay in school everything like that but Make sure that you are going out of your way to really make good connections because, you know, you don't, you never know. Like, if you have a group project, someone from your group pro, like, I can think right now, I have people who I was in group projects with because I was in sport management who are working for really big teams and could offer me opportunities. You know, if I reach out to them, hey, like, I'd love to do PR, you know, something like that. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Okay, so number three, and this one might be a bit controversial. So I just mentioned how, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, make a lot of connections. But in the words of Taylor Swift, this is number three, a friend to all is a friend to none. She sings that. A friend to all is a friend to none. Okay, okay. So T Swift said it plain and simple. A friend to all is a friend to none. You know, you know what I mean. Sit there and think about it for a second. You know that one person who's friends with everybody, but not in the way that like, oh, everybody like knows who they are. It's like they they act like they're friends with everyone and it's just, you know, it's radiating fake energy. So I thought that at first when I was going into college, I thought that, you know, those people who were friends with everybody that I needed to be friends with them so I could meet more people and everything like that. But I found over the five years that I spent on this campus that you really do have to find your circle. And I talked about this in the being a floater friend episode, but finding your circle will take time. And your circle doesn't have to be 10 people big. You can have two best friends. You know, what's that? That's a little triangle. You know, you can have three people in your friend group. And as long as you guys are so loyal and so down for each other, that's all you will ever need and I went through a phase especially during my sorority time where I can remember people who were in my sorority or in other sororities who it seemed like they were friends with everyone and then they would talk to me and it felt like they were trying to be my friend and it felt like they were my friend and then I would just hear some bad things about you know like kind of like that Regina George episode like oh I love your sweater or what is it your bracelet oh your bracelet's so cute where's it from And then she's like, that's the ugliest fucking bracelet I've ever seen. That kind of thing. Just keep in mind that there are really good people in the world. But if someone is walking around genuinely trying to be friends with everyone and like kissing their ass, it probably isn't as genuine as it seems. So just remember, you don't need, and I've mentioned this before, you don't need a big group of people as long as you have a good group of people around you supporting you with that for a postgraduate perspective I want you to think about it for a second when was the last time a friend a person that you considered a friend from college reached out to you I think it's really important to keep mental tabs on who reaches out to you during breaks, if you're in college still, during breaks or during the summer or anything like that. 
and who only reaches out to you when you are close to them or you are available to go out with them or you have something that you can offer them. I think it's really interesting to keep tabs on who keeps reaching out even after graduation, who checks in on you even when you're not available to go black out on a Wednesday night. And I think that you can find a lot of depth in the relationships with people who do reach out to you even though you guys aren't available to go party together. You know, I have some friends from undergrad that have graduated. They were older than me and they reach out to me. And then I have friends who I thought were my best friends from undergrad who I haven't heard from in like two years. And I know, I know the phone goes both ways. I know. And I I try to reach out where I can, but I think it's just really interesting you know just be aware that not everyone that is around you right now if you're in high school or if you're in college not everyone that is around you right now is going to be around you forever no matter how strong your relationship seems right now I think a lot of relationships and friendships struggle when it comes to everyone starting their own venture in life you know everyone's getting their own job and people are starting to get their own houses and things like that. Or even if you're in high school right now, people are all going to different colleges. Like I remember people from high school that we were, we would like have sleepovers and stuff and be like, oh my God, girl, I can't wait to visit you at your college. Like we're going to stay best friends. Um, no, we really didn't talk much once college happened. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because if they were meant to stay in your life, they would be checking up on you. They would be reaching out. But I just want to remind you, like I like I opened with, a friend to all is a friend to none. So keep an eye out on who is genuinely by your side. And remember that college is about finding your bridesmaids, not about finding all the other people who are going to be attending your wedding or all the other people or your groom or anything like that, you know, find that close niche group of girls who you can really rely on and count on. And I promise you, you don't have to be the it girl. You don't have to be that girl on campus as long as you have that girl energy. You know what I mean? All right, guys, number four, this one, I feel like in high school, I thought it was the end of the fucking world, but in college, I kind of started to notice this. Number four, big key takeaway, drama that feels big and feels horrible and is giving you so much anxiety really doesn't matter. I am trying to think about right now, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to think about one scandal that I heard during undergrad And I seriously, I can't think. I can't think of one. I can't remember the name of a single person who had a rumor going around about them or anything like that. And that's not because that never happened. It's because it didn't fucking matter. And people forget about things much, much faster. And I think the same thing goes for post-grad. It's like, if you're out at a bar and you make a fool of yourself and you seriously, I don't know, you, it's like that type of night that gives you the crippling anxiety the next day. It really doesn't matter. No one is going to remember. And if they do remember, no one's going to care. And if they do care, 
that means they are probably emotionally immature and what I just saw something I saw like a a tweet or something it was like one one-sided beef is just called fangirling or something something like that it was like one-sided drama is just called like a fan club so just remember that if if anyone is caring about the problems or the drama that you're causing like they literally are just obsessed with you so I thought I thought that the same vibes in high school would carry over to college and I thought that because you know in high school if you even if you hook up with someone or if you kiss someone or you text someone the smallest little thing somehow everybody finds out and you're like canceled (laughs) like people talk mad shit in college people do not care they don't care and your problems that feel so big and overwhelming especially anything regarding like your social status or your social situations they won't matter no one cares everything can feel so big and overwhelming when it's happening to you and I know trust me I went through that and I went through I can't really think of any prime examples right now but during my time in undergrad I know I went through some stuff that was like oh my god everyone's gonna know and it's gonna be so bad and I'm so scared and this is so intimidating but guess what no one cared and nothing mattered so just remember that no one cares about you as much as you do you know your problems feel so big and scary because they're happening to you but no one no one really no one else cares about you as much as you care about yourself so, you know, word does travel fast and like people might know, people might talk, but no one is going to care and none of your problems are going to last you after college ends and they probably won't, honestly, they probably won't even last longer than a week. So just remember that anything you're going through right now, whether you're in high school, you're in college or you're in postgrad, just think about the fact that any drama or any problematic things you've done in the past, no one cares about them now. So whatever you're going through right now, no one's going to care about it in like a week. So don't freak out. Okay, so, so far we have, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You just have to be willing to work harder than everyone else. And you have, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And you also have a friend to all is a friend to none. And then number four was drama that feels really big right now really doesn't matter. And number five, I swear, I swear this took me over two years to figure out and to really grasp the fact that this is true and that it's I'll just get into it number five don't let the fear of food or gaining weight hold you back from making memories with your friends okay so this one is kind of loaded and I know some of you guys who maybe never struggled with this, you're like, okay, Steph, yeah, we get we get it. Like, just enjoy your life. But for some of the rest of you and for a younger version of myself, this was really, really hard for me because I went from high school, you know, playing three sports plus summer sports and 
being so active. My mom was cooking my dinners. So lucky for that. My mom was cooking my dinners and they were healthy. And then I came to college and I'm like, alcohol is introduced. My workout regimen wasn't very strict. I was playing lacrosse, but it wasn't, it was nowhere near like the level of intensity of like playing, like high school sports are just, I feel like they're crazy because I wasn't playing D1 or anything like that in college. Um, And my, you know, my diet with the buffet style dining halls, everything like that. And then you add in the alcohol, like I mentioned, and then you add in the late night snacks and everything like that. And for the first two years that I spent in college, I really struggled to find a balance between, yes, I will go out with you guys and understanding that because I said yes, didn't mean that I had to not eat dinner so I could get drunk faster or not eat dinner so that I didn't gain weight because I was going to be drinking my calories that night. So I just want to say that this is a key, key takeaway from my time in undergrad and my time just growing up and developing my relationship with food and exercise and everything over the past five years is my freshman year, my sophomore year, I can distinctly remember saying so oh like no sorry like I I can't come out tonight or I can't do that or oh like no like I don't want to do that things like that because I was scared that I was going to gain weight and feel out of control in my body and hate the way I looked So if you're in college right now and and you're feeling like this, first of all, I just want to say it does get better. You know, you can heal your relationship with this concept of balance, but it did take me a, a while to figure this out. I thought, like I said, I thought that if I was going out or if I had a date party that night and I was wearing a tight dress, like I could not eat dinner that night. Or if I did, it was like a salad. And I just want to remind you that First of all, now that I'm, you know, a full year out from, or I guess two years now, out from being an undergrad, I feel healthier and I look healthier and I am happier and I have a better relationship with food and exercise than ever before. And my time spent in college did not put me in a position of failure as far as weight gain and exercise so I just want to remind you that even if you are going out all the time and you're out there with your friends and you guys are going to Taco Bell at 3 a.m those memories are going to be so much more important than any calorie counting app any scale any number on the scale any size pants that you're wearing And I wish that I could go back and shake my 18-year-old self and tell her, if your friends ask you to do something and you want to do it and the only thing holding you back is your fear of weight gain or your fear of not liking the way that you look, to just go and do it anyways. I promise you, the friendships that you will strengthen the memories that you will make and I'm not even talking strictly about going out like there were times where it would be something simple like going to the movies or going to like the winery in town or something like that 
um that has like food so it's like a restaurant or like you know going out to eat or things like that where I can remember being like oh like I actually sorry guys like I can't join you tonight because I knew that there would be like food around and it just stressed me out and I didn't want to be in that position and I was sacrificing my social life for my fear of food and my fear of body image issues. So I just want to say that probably my biggest of all of my takeaways from undergrad was that reflecting back, my body fluctuated, my weight fluctuated, my relationship with food and exercise fluctuated, my happiness fluctuated, and 90% of that was because I was in my own head. And now, now that I've given myself complete food freedom and I've given myself the ability to go out and go drink with friends or go out and go to a full 10-course dinner with friends or with Jack or anything like that, my body and my weight and my happiness, they don't fluctuate anymore. I'm on a constantly... consistent path of success and happiness and my weight isn't fluctuating like crazy because I am giving myself the balance that I need and the permission to live a genuine life that I need without restriction. So I just want to say if you're struggling with this right now, first of all, it's okay. I was there too, girl. It took me literally two years to settle into college and be like, okay, Steph, we got to get our shit together because we can't keep sacrificing our friendships and our social time for our body image issues. It took me two years to figure that out and to get on a good path. So if you're not there yet, that's okay. It might take you two months to get adjusted. It might take you six years to finally feel at home in your own body, but your time will come And don't give up. I know I sound so cliche. I hate sounding cliche. But seriously, don't give up because your path to happiness isn't going to be linear. But once you reach it, you will be able to maintain it as long as you're giving yourself the grace and the freedom to live a balanced lifestyle. Okay? Okay. I love you. I hope you're doing okay. I know that was such a heavy ending. Sorry. But I just want to say, you know, I had a lot of a lot of life lessons that I learned during my undergraduate career and during my time living on a college campus. And these were five of the most important things that I noticed that are extremely transferable into the real world. So I hope you liked today's episode. I know it wasn't super crazy long, but it was it was a topic that felt right because I'm finally getting off of this college campus and with that comes a lot of reflection on my time spent here because I this was my home for five years and I learned a lot here I learned a lot about myself I learned a lot about what I want to do with the rest of my life and there were some life lessons I learned that I haven't really heard other people offer advice on so I wanted to just kind of give you guys my advice and 
tell you guys my biggest takeaways so that if you are in college right now or maybe you're going to be in college soon or if you're post-grad, you guys can understand that if you went through any of this stuff, first of all, you're not alone. And also, if you do go through any of this stuff in the future, you can understand how to better navigate your way through those situations. You know, kind of like a big sister moment. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Okay, guys. That is it for today's episode. Seriously, I love you guys so much. If you need anything, let me know. If you just graduated college, congratulations. We are going to thrive in the real world together. And don't worry about making friends. We are going to figure it out. And if you're still in school, good luck. Enjoy your summer. And if you are post-grad right now or if you're a mom or anything, keep crushing it. And I'm sorry if this episode gave you any PTSD. (laughs) All right, guys. I love you. Bye. And of course, you already know today's presenting sponsor is You Can Beam, aka Beam, aka the supplement company that I have been working with forever. I love their products. I love the people who work there. And I hope that you guys who have tried it so far, have had nothing but good experiences. So if you decide to try out Beam, my top picks are the Watermelon Candy Pre-Workout, the Pink Lemonade Greens, and the Birthday Cake Vegan Protein when it's in stock. So go check it out and use code DEFINING for 10% off.